Gen's ears are not the oldest But we've got some more souls in us And we've got some things to say So we'd appreciate if you listened Let's have a hard conversation On Gender-Z Welcome to Gender-Z, I'm Bren Bartol And I'm Michelle Leong and today we will be tackling the issue of, how, how would you like to phrase this, Michelle? Not necessarily an issue, kind of an issue, but how Asian people view LGBTQ+. Yes, yes, yes. So, I guess the viewers don't really know what we look like. Yeah. So it is pertinent to explain that I am white and you are, you are Chinese, which is why we're having this conversation. So, first off, I guess just what are sort of what do you what what do you know about it? Just sort of in general. So, my mom was a refugee and she escaped the Vietnam War with her family. And my dad is a Chinese immigrant. So, I was born here, born in America, raised in America. All that uh, so I asked my parents, how do you feel about the LGBT plus community? And do you support them? Why or why not? And so the first person I asked was my mom. And she said she supports the community. She she really does. And I can tell like she's all for it. She's like, OK, you know, if you feel like whatever you feel, they do what they do. So as long as you're happy with it, you're good. And she just supports that. And my dad, my dad is definitely not as supportive as my mom, but he is still supportive. I got a slightly different response from him. He said that he does support the LGBTQ plus community. He really does. But he also told me that if I asked him this question 10 years ago, he would say, I don't know. And of course, I asked him why. In response to that, he just told me that he didn't really understand. He didn't understand why people felt how they felt. And so here comes me talking to my dad. I said, well, dad, people feel how they feel. And there's nothing you can do about it. And he goes, I know, I know. I just don't understand how they feel. I know for a fact that my dad would never understand what it feels like to be bisexual or transgender or just part of the LGBTQ plus community. He wouldn't understand that at all. And I don't blame him for not understanding. I'm just glad that he's supportive. For sort of your extended family and more just I would say people who like grew up in in a in a Chinese household, maybe here or in in China. You know, what do you think their reaction or attitude towards it would be? I came to the conclusion that the reason Asian people don't necessarily support it is because of culture, cultural differences, and because I was born here. I wouldn't know everything. I'd like to say that I'm raised in 
a Chinese American household. And it's definitely filled with Chinese culture, but again, it's also American. But my parents, on the other hand, were raised in their traditional household, and it was completely Asian, filled with Chinese and Vietnamese culture. Back to my conversation with my dad, he said that if I were to ask my grandparents about how they felt, they would probably tell me that they don't support it. And they don't even know what LGBTQ plus is exactly. And I feel like that is the cultural difference. Throughout their entire lives, they've never been taught about what being a lesbian was. They've never been taught what being bisexual was. They were never even taught that a person doesn't have to be a male and doesn't have to be a female either. They were never taught that. And their whole philosophy revolved around, oh, if you're a guy, you're going to grow up and marry a woman. And if you're a woman, we will send you off to a man. They just never went between the lines and never even thought about it. So I think that when something is fairly new to someone and they don't understand it, it's significantly harder for them to support it. I know that now there's a lot more Asian people who support the LGBTQ plus community and to the people that don't, I want you to know that we're living in 2020 and we really have to open our eyes and feel for other people. We have to empathize. And I want to ask the people who don't understand. Do you remember holding someone's hand? The thrill of it. What did that feel like? Don't go making fun of two women holding hands or kissing or whatever they're doing. Do you remember that spark, that moment? This is the same concept. So you see, that made it a little tough for me to understand how others couldn't understand that. So I like using that example to explain to people who don't necessarily support the LGBTQ plus community and people who are also willing to try to understand. Do you remember the first time you fell in love with someone? Do you remember when you lost someone super important in your life? And maybe they're still alive and maybe they're not part of your life anymore. Any human can relate to this, whether you're LGBTQ plus or not. I truly believe that the biggest reason Asian people are more reluctant to accept the whole idea of LGBTQ plus is the mere cultural difference. They didn't grow up with that and many of them didn't actually know people who were LGBTQ plus. My dad didn't know anyone. My mom knew one person and she was her friend. So my mom was telling me about her trans friend and my mom said that she never knew about it until one day in the bathroom, her friend told my mom and said, hey, I'm trans. And my mom's initial reaction was literally, well, you're amazing. I love you. We all love you. And you do you. And I'm like, mom, I've never been more proud of you in my life. So I think that knowing people, whether it's a friend or family member or just a fellow classmate, 
it really has influence on your support. I would like to say that people in China... Okay, first, I don't want to speak on the behalf of everyone, since this is a pretty broad statement, but from what my parents said, they would be quite disappointed in their kids, and some people could even say ashamed. I still don't fully understand why, but I really think that it's because they're different from people. The majority of the world isn't LGBTQ+. It's just so new and different to them. Their own parents aren't LGBTQ+, and they don't necessarily support it, so I feel like that uh, lessens their chances of understanding it better. And like I said before, they have this whole philosophy of having a planned out and set future. Set things, set milestones, and none of that includes being part of the LGBTQ plus community. And so yeah, that's all they're for and they don't understand. But here, I'd like to say that it's quite different. I can confidently say that Asian people here are a lot more open to it because the society is different. Yeah, it's very different here and there's just so much more support. Even if your family doesn't support you, you have friends who will be there for you and walk the road with you. I feel like that's one of the biggest differences. They have your back and will do so much for you and support you no matter what. But in China, it's just so different. People don't necessarily care about you. They care about themselves and don't consider everyone. There's just not as much support compared to America, and I really think that the diversity here has a lot to do with the amount of support people have for one another. One of my cousins recently came out to the family. To her mom, actually. She came out to me a little earlier because she knew that I was going to support her no matter what. And... She was a bit nervous to tell her mom. Obviously, my aunt is not a Gen Z. She's not a Gen Z like me and Bren. So she has absolutely no idea. And yeah, she's in my dad's generation. So she's in her 50s. Uh, she was not born here. She was born in China. And she moved here when she was a freshman in high school. Yeah, my cousin was pretty nervous about coming out, and I told her, Hey, your parents love you. They care about you, and even though something might be harder for them to accept, they're gonna have to accept it because it's you. And you do you. So she brought her girlfriend back. Anyways, she came back, and... She didn't tell her mom immediately. She just said, oh, this is my friend. She didn't specify. She didn't say girlfriend. She just said, oh, um, this is my friend, and she's going to be staying with us while I'm in Washington. But yeah, she brought her girlfriend over, and she told pretty much everyone in the family, hey, this is my friend, blank. And of course I knew. Anyways, she told her mom the night they left. <laughs> That's how scared she was. I went over to their house for dinner, and I asked her if she told her mom yet. 
and if she came out. And she said, no, I'm saving that until the last day. And I was like, whoa. So on the last day, she told her mom, and my aunt actually had a very chill reaction. Yay! She was super chill about it, and she was just like, okay, okay. And she kind of just let that sit. Just, okay, I'm good with it. You do you. So just that. And I think that part of the reason my aunt was more open about it was because she actually met my cousin's girlfriend. And her girlfriend is a very, very nice person. She's just super kind and everything. So I think my aunt approves of her and loves her. That's one huge factor when you meet a person and get to know them. It's a whole different story. I'm not saying that it's an easy thing to accept for everyone. I mean, it's fine if you have a problem with it or don't like it, but you need to support them because they're your kids and your kids want you to accept it. They value your opinion. Yeah. My mom's friend came out to her parents and they actually kicked her out. Yeah. So she was fending for herself basically and it was rough. I don't know. As a parent, how can you do that to your kid? How do you watch them live on the streets? Not feed them and not give them anything? I don't know. But... For some people, I guess it's just super hard and they don't know how to look past that, but they really need to learn how to look past it. Yeah, it happens a lot. Like that's one of the reasons that especially trans youth are some of the highest statistics when it comes to youth homelessness because some people are just horrible parents. I remember we were talking about it, uh, I think it was last week, about how it's just sort of like a taboo subject within Asian culture and the Asian community. Do you think it's because it's sort of rooted in fear of somebody being different? It's a taboo subject because most Asian people don't really know anyone or have friends who are LGBTQ+. Yeah, my parents have been talking about it more recently, more than they have prior years. And I feel like it's because of everything that's been happening and society has obviously changed. Like, let's go back to the 1970s. You don't see a lot of LGBTQ plus people and you don't know a lot of them either. But now I know so many different people who are part of that community. Yeah, my parents also have a very, very bad perceived single story. They think that the gay agenda, whatever that is, is a thing. I think my dad was saying that there's indoctrination of certain things in LGBTQ+. Not exactly sure what he means, but he was complaining about how our education was very messed up. And I just think that it's more on the fact that they teach things at the wrong time. He was complaining about how they teach kindergartners about being transgender 
not sure they understand that or have the minds to understand that yet. Yeah, I'm sure. I think though, having that early exposure, even if you don't get it, is it can help stop the creation of biases in little kids. I do agree with your dad, though. Our education system is messed up. That's all true. It's very messed up and very indoctrinating. You gotta be careful with how you think about certain things. I feel like the education system of kindergartners learning about it, I believe that every taboo subject needs to be talked about and you just can't avoid it. I could not, I would not be able to avoid having a conversation with my parents about all these tough subjects on social issues like racism, sexism, LGBTQ+, you name it. I feel like I would just have to have these conversations with them. The thoughts running in my head all the time. I want to know what they think. I want them to know what I think. And I want to know where they stand. All that good stuff. And I think everyone should advocate for that. Whether your parents believe in something or not, it's just so good to talk to them about it. And listen to what they have to say so that both of you understand more and have an open mind about things. And I think I think just going back to the kindergarten thing real quick, it's not like we're uh, teaching them the, the complicated surgery of top surgery. Like, no, we're just like, this person looks like a girl but f- is a boy. And it's simple as that. Early exposure stops biases and it helps kids see, oh, look, that's me. And it can lead to a more accepting accepting life. Mm-hmm. All I would say is I think that they have to be careful with how they teach kids. You just need to be careful with how you teach them about certain things, for sure. Yeah. I think in the end, though, it's really just like, don't be a jerk, even if people are different than you. And that's all you need to know. Yeah. Everyone has different beliefs. They do different things, and they're entitled to their own opinions. Everyone's just different, and there's nothing you can do about that. Just accept it. Awesome. All right, Michelle, can you please tell us our fun fact of the day? Fun fact of the day. Maine is the only state in the U.S. that has one syllable. The thoughts we got for today. So... At the time we are recording this, this week, the very first presidential debate happened. And a lot happened. If, if you haven't guessed, we are a little more liberal, a little more left-leaning. I think we can, we can firmly say they were a mess. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of Biden for sticking up for his children and not shaming his child for his struggles with drug addiction. Because actually... If you didn't know, there is a large genetic component to drug addiction. Anyway, instead of just sort of like rolling over it and being like, nah, it's taboo. So I appreciate Joe Biden for that. Also, uh, President Trump now has coronavirus. And I don't know that anybody knows how to process or what to do with that information. And yeah, those are the thoughts we have for today. (laughs) Be safe. Wear a mask to stay safe and go vote. You can register to vote 
at votesaveamerica.com and you're going to want to do it quickly because some places, their registration deadlines are creeping up fast. And And remember, remember, the the tiny tiny space space potato potato believes in you. Find us on Instagram at gen.dir.z. Please reach out if you have any inquiries. Today's episode was brought to you by Bren Bartal and Michelle Leong. Thank you for listening to Gender Z, and we hope you tune in next time. 